Welcome to the Connectedness Podcast. Just as you might have guessed, I talk about connection in this podcast, our connection with everything in the world around us. We're connected whether we see it or not, whether it's your connection with your dog and your cat or your connection with your God. Also, I talk about things that are more abstract, like your connections with your career or your land, your community, your family, your emotions, your body. Life is truly all about connections. And the sooner we recognize this, the sooner we get to have an easier, more enjoyable life. I'm going to talk about these connections through different lenses, but things like synchronicities and coincidences or everyday little bits of magic or miracles that we tend to dismiss. It's important we pay attention to all of this to help us, like I said, live an easier, more satisfying life. So welcome to the show. I'm your host, Reverend Karen Cleveland. Hello, welcome back. Today, I want to talk about living in hell. And I don't mean the hell that we go to after we die, but the hell that we put ourselves in right now while we're still alive, living on this earth, when there is something we could do about it, when there's something we could actually change. And I get that a lot of people don't know there is something that can be changed. So that's why it's up to us that do know that others don't have to live in hell to do something about it. This whole topic came about for me because there's someone I know that looking at all outside appearances, she appears to be living in a tormented state right now, truly hell on earth in her mind. And what I believe I know about dementia is that it's not her fault. She had nothing to do with it. Maybe there were some factors in her lifetime, but nothing we ever knew about back then. So it's not her fault that she's going through this disease process in her brain. She's not being a victim. It's just really hard to watch as this disease progresses. And the thing that I don't understand is when someone is trying to help her and is looking for resources to help her and looking for ways that she can remain sovereign or delay the disease or just help make life better until it's so far gone that it can't be better, I don't understand why there is so much resistance from the family members. It's frustrating to look back on because several years ago, there were attempts to increase the quality of this person's life, but the resistance in the rest of the family was puzzling. So I was thinking about this. I've been thinking about this quite a bit lately, actually. Why are they resisting that, keeping her from that? And in a particularly spiteful moment, I thought to myself, well, I hope they find themselves in their own personal hell one day. As soon as I thought that, a light went off in my head, and I realized that these people can't see a better way for her. They can't see that there's a way to not be in hell, because perhaps they are also living in their own little states of hell. Now, it's not me to judge who is living in their own little states of hell or not, 
But what I do know is that we can't always see above the state we are. And we can't always want something better for someone else if we're at a state of disappointment or frustration or overwhelm or confusion, any of that. Again, I'm not saying for sure that is where these other people are, these family members, but maybe. Kind of along the same thing as knowing that hurt people hurt people, it takes action, it takes healing to stop the cycle. And again, I don't know the exact situation for all these people, but if they don't have their own baseline at some kind of contentment or happiness or satisfaction, they're not going to see that for the other family member. And that's why we, you and me, need to do our work so we can show other people it is possible to rise up. It is possible to live a different way. It's possible to have compassion and kindness for people to help them. For the love of humanity, it's time for us to do our thing so that once we are healed and have our own satisfactory, happy, content baseline, we can then help the others see that there is a way. Because there are true victims out there that need our help. There are truly people that are in situations that don't have choices, and we need to help make something better for them. I believe it's our obligation to do so. I don't think that our journey here on earth is supposed to be 100% self-centered. I think we need to get ourselves right, and then once we get ourselves right, we go out and we help others get themselves right. If you're listening to me, I think you're probably one of those who at least knows enough that it's time to get right with ourselves. It's time to find some kind of contentment or happiness level so that you can then go on and work with others. I've never done any armchair research on this, but I wonder how much compassion can a person have for another when you're living in your own state of hell? And you can have compassion for others, but can you expect to rise them up above your own level of happiness or unhappiness? I don't know. It's a question. I don't know if you can or not. But I do think if you have this self-love, this self-happiness, this self-contentment, then I do believe you have a better chance at helping others achieve that as well. It reminds me a little bit of the saying or of the idea that we allow others to treat us as badly as we treat ourselves. So we have a certain level of self-talk, of self-behavior that goes to, you know, a certain degree of badness, I guess I'm going to say. And at that point, if someone else tries to treat us below that point, we don't accept it. So we don't allow others to treat us any worse than we treat ourselves. And I think the same, the, the kind of reverse might be true as well. We can't treat others better than we believe we should be treated. Maybe. It's a question. It is a question. Especially if that person has played a very important role in their upbringing, in their childhood, in everything about them, 
And so there's the dynamics of the relationship as well. And maybe if they felt offended or slighted by this person or unappreciated by this person, then maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's part of not wanting happiness on the other person or not wanting to feel better for the other person. And it's amazing to me that we can still believe after 50, 60, 70 years, we're still holding on to an action from that long ago, and it's still affecting our lives today. All right, I have a challenge for you. I don't usually offer challenges. It's time we start healing this world for the sake of humanity, for crying out loud. We have to heal this world. We have to understand that our limitations don't mean everyone else needs to live by our limitations. So here's my challenge. Who are the people that you treat less compassionately because they've wronged you or because they've offended you or somehow you feel less in their presence? Who are those people? And all I'm going to ask you to do is wish them love. Just offer love. You don't have to tell them in person. You don't have to write them a letter. You just have to genuinely, in your head, wish them love. Because in the end, isn't that all we ever want is to be loved? I think so. And your love for someone else perpetuates love for yourself and then for someone else, for yourself, for someone else. Love compounds. You, animals, people, the earth. So just bring to mind those people that you feel have slighted you somehow and wish them love. And let's start the cycle of getting out of our personal hell and into love. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to head over to RevKarenPodcast.com. That's R-E-V-K-A-R-E-N Podcast.com. There you're going to find the tools for finding more meaning and happiness in your own life. Plus, if you have a story that you want to share with me, either on or off the air, be sure to look for that form. Make sure you follow me so you get notified when new episodes drop. And also, I'd love to connect with you in my Facebook group, Connectedness with Rev Karen. So head over to RevKarenPodcast.com. I hope to see you there.